1: Hi, welcome to The Big Payoff with me, Rachel Bello, and my best friend and business partner, me, Suzanne Muscham. This is a show for working humans to remind you that you are still a human, even at work. So, Rach, can we just talk about Bill and Melinda
0: Gates, please? I mean, oh my God,
1: right? Oh, okay. So, yes, but I just need to remind you listening that this is being taped in early May. So by the time you guys hear this, I mean, they could have totally worked it out together. (laughs) Yeah, I I just want to point that out. Although he's such a hound dog, apparently, I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Do you think that they had all of that information about him being a predator, like in the bag and they were just they're just going to now release little scandals no because he's not
1: first of all he's not a predator he's not cool enough oh my god i can't believe i just said that he's like he's he's, <laughs> he's just like, cool <laughs> enough to be a predator he's not cool no. like, jeffrey epstein no cool. he's like he's just he's he's the kind of guy who asks permission to kiss people like you know those people um so did yeah. hang out with jeffrey epstein I, mean, I know but i that was just like <laughs> that anyway. was just
0: like him being kind of a pedophile. No, but not a- that
1: was just like the guy in high school who's so geeky and he's hanging out with the guy who's surrounded by the good looking girls. And anyway, I-, I found it a little freeing. I honestly did. Really? I did.
0: Yeah. That's, because- that's like so fascinating that you took Bill and Melinda's
1: divorce and found it Like, emotionally freeing I'll I'll tell you why, because this is what we're talking about today. We're talking about what happens when a blueprint is broken. So Mm. when I got divorced, what really traumatized my kids, or apparently not because they're not traumatized, but what shook them to the core was, and they said this, Lily said this to me, that like, wait a minute, but you guys got along and you had so much in common and, and you didn't, you weren't fighting. And if you didn't work, and by the way, they lived in this marriage for 20 years. It's like, if you guys can't work, then, then we're on our own. Then we're totally on our own. And I remember at the time thinking, good, you need to design your own marriage according to yourself and not, please not look at the marriage of your parents and replicate that. So in the same way here, I feel like we are being challenged yet again to go, nope, all your assumptions out the window. You got to do your own thing. Right. Well, that,
0: no, that's a really interesting insight. I'm glad I had it. (laughs) I'm really glad that I had it. Um, But I like that when you think about COVID too, right? Because So many things happening right now. And this moment of coming out of COVID is what's fascinating to watch, where people are just asking themselves all good questions, right? And that's what we're going to talk about today. As you reinvent a life and and feel like a lot of the old molds have been broken, what do you ask yourself what do you do? How do you create this sort of bespoke life? Obviously, certain things for certain people are fixed and you can't change that. But for the things that you could say no to or yes to, what are you going to do? What questions you know, are you going to ask? It's tr- tr- I was
1: just bespeaking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is true that your bespoke life is up to you. And that's what you're going to get in this show is like instructions for a bespoke life. So, hang on while we bespeak about that. Wait, can I, I
0: tell you about a good, a good term I came up with that I want to brand?
1: I, apparently, you're going to do that whether I say <laughs> yes or no. So, yeah. Okay, let me tell
0: you. So, you know how we always say to people, you should really do your homework? Like, if you're going to go to a meeting, you should yeah. go to your meeting I with. I hate and- that. It makes what me just mean? dread.
1: I, I just dread the term homework, speaking of which. Okay, yeah. Right. right. I, I agree. Yeah. So, I came up with a new term. Please. Because it's not
0: homework and it's not do your research. So I came up with a new term that's okay. called do some. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It sounded so good when I came up with it now and I'm about to say it. Do your. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Oh
0: my do your, God. Do your pre-search. You pre-search? Do pre-search.
1: Yes, because it's like do the pre uh-uh search. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. free. It's not well, research. Listen, listen, if we're designing a bespoke life, we can design <coughs> our own vocabulary our and you can be in your own little room speaking your own little language. Oh my God. It sounded so mm-hmm. good when I came up with it. I was like, that is fucking brilliant.
0: <laughs> Rachel. Okay. So now let's start by talking about as you create this bespoke life, one of the biggest things you do is to figure out what you're going to get rid of. It's almost like when
1: you are moving, you need to purge, right? You need to purge your closet. Very timely example as I am doing that right now. Right? So you've got to purge your stuff, get rid of stuff before you can figure out now what
0: you're taking with you. That is a great analogy. You're welcome.
1: I want to start by saying that I don't believe a word that is going to come after this out of your mouth, because I don't believe that you are ever having anything to get rid of. <laughs> like I, it, 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 it you, per, you have um, like seasonal cleaning every week. Like yeah. you're, you, Quarterly. You, look, you don't have a junk drawer. You don't like, it's, That's true. Yeah, there's nothing to get rid of. So I feel as if you are not actually a relatable narrator, but I am because I'm in the middle of a move. And I think the purging moving uh, metaphor is quite good. Okay, like what would you get rid of? Give me an example.
0: You mean like physical objects in my house?
1: No, I mean, like,
0: what in your life would you get rid of? Oh, oh, because I was going to say, I don't have physical objects in my house because I curse so often. No, you
1: actually don't have physical objects in your house, yeah. Okay, to get rid of. Okay, what
0: would I get rid of? Here's one thing I would get rid of, all right? Mother's Day recently passed at the beginning of May. And it always annoys me that people all over social media, I mean, you see it, every single mother in the world is like, give me some time alone. So that's like a given that I think mothers appreciate the little, you know, trinkets from their kids or whatever, but mothers want some time off. So that's too cliche, but I just want to say this. I appreciate that my adult children want to sort of honor me and spend time with me that day. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Here's what I don't want. I don't eat bagels. I don't eat bagels. So I actually, if you're going to come over for breakfast, I don't want bagels in the morning. I don't want like, oh, the kids are coming over for bagels
1: for breakfast. Huh. I
0: I just, it's not what I want. So why can't
1: we all just go out to dinner to my favorite restaurant? Okay. That's a very moving and compelling example. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am thinking a little more meta. I'm thinking like, socializing is happening again, right? So I'm getting all these invitations from people going, everybody's fully vaccinated. I'm having a dinner party. And butt fuck, yeah. hot back summer. Butt fuck Brooklyn, where you can come and be with people you didn't like in the first place and be safe because we're fully vaccinated. And I'm like, actually, no. And I am not giving excuses. I am just committed to saying, I want to and this is very much like a podcast we we had before about when you're saying no to something you're actually saying yes to something else. But I really I I am saying no to my social engagements because I get to pause now in the in the invitation which makes me pause anyway because covid it's so surprising like oh wait, people in a room like oh that and in that pause I get to go but do I want to go? Do I really want to spend time with these people? And if I don't, I just say, I'm not going to be okay. doing
0: that. Okay. You are not being fully transparent here because this, let's go to the real conversation we had. That is true that you're saying no, but the internal battle that you were having about it was, shouldn't I be saying yes? Like what kind of person says no to all these social yeah. events, yeah. right? Yeah. And and like, if my blueprint is a blueprint that has no writing on it, like if it's a blank page, aren't I a
1: bad person? Like, or or aren't I like a hermit and all those things? Thank you for the reminder, because I really was going. It's not like I'm saying no in order to, you know, accept an invitation from the White House. I'm saying no, just because I don't want to, which leaves this blank. And the blank makes me question myself. Like, what are you doing, Rachel? Right. Yeah. And I said to you in all of my
0: Yoda-like wisdom, which you are so (laughs) appreciative of all the time, um, I said to you, Rach, why are you feeling like there's anything wrong with that? First of all, you have a very rich family life. You have your daughters and their significant others. You have two grandchildren. You have your sister. You have your
1: brother-in-law. You have your brother, your mother. Like, it's, it's insane. Even beyond that, it is what what you said that is really true is tolerate that space before you know exactly what you want to fill it with. If you can't tolerate the space created by the no, you aren't going to be able to design your new blueprint. So the judgment that comes in right away yes. about like I should is actually preventing you from bespoking your it's, <laughs> oh God, Okay. But I want to get really clear about what,
0: what I really said, because I think it'll help other people. I said, first of all, if you have, if you have people in your life who are meaningful to you, but just happen to be a very tight, close inner circle, all the research search will say, That's plenty right there. So anything you layer on top of that is a bonus. So that's number one. But number two, if you are someone who doesn't yet know what the rest of your life is going to unfold to be, so maybe you're single, or maybe you're between jobs, or maybe you're about to transition in some other way in your geography or whatever, why fill up all the space? Why are you doing that? That means you're not leaving anything open for so that when that person or that opportunity comes into your life you're going to be like actually my life is full. Yep. Why
1: would you do that? Yep. And it will it will fill up and so all we're asking you to do is to be more intentional this time. You have an a, an opportunity to be intentional yes. about filling that space. Yes. Which is really amazing. Yeah.
0: So let's just do maybe a three-part bespoke blueprint inventory because people should always talk in threes. Do your (laughs) pre-search. If you did your pre-search, you would know that people should talk in threes. Okay. So here's what you should be doing. Number one, do an inventory, right? Like do this inventory. Think about all the places where these blueprints of what you think your life should be like shows up. Like what's your morning routine? Do you like it, not like it? What parts of that should you change? What are your eating habits? Because my eating habits are totally normal, so those should stay the same. (laughs) What are your social
1: habits? Like, what are your relationship habits? Just look at all the parts of your life that happen. What are your bathing habits? You know, do you like them? Maybe you should throw that out. Why bathe? (laughs) Why? Why? (laughs) Bathe, because you're not leaving space then for anything
0: else to occur.
1: (laughs) Exactly, and if you're not socializing... Wi-Fi Why big? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. That's one thing so that's do. one thing. So then, also, ask yourself, what would the consequences be of my tearing up this blueprint? Right. If the answer is really about someone else's reaction, think about pushing that over to their side of the problem. Eden has this new phrase that is incredibly irritating, but it's very effective mm. that she and her boyfriend use. Mm. Nick, they go, Nick, they go, sounds like a you problem. It's <laughs> <laughs> really useful. I'm sure right. I'm going to, you know what, that would go for very well in my
0: class at Kellogg. Yeah. Anytime somebody asks a question instead of answering it, sounds
1: like a you problem. Yeah. So, really, if, if the first thing that comes to mind when you think about tearing up a blueprint is what would X think? What would, mm-hmm. so it's, mm-hmm. right? Sounds like a them problem. Can you tolerate the consequence of disappointing people? Because if not, you're not brave enough to bespoke, baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, these shows should not be taped on a Friday.
1: Okay, and number
0: three, look, you need some structure and rules because I think that it is, it's just like a little kid needs some boundaries and some rules to feel safe to break them, right? So when you throw out the old blueprint, then at least have some new rules to use as like guideposts right now, right? So have a new blueprint. But now this time, look at it as like, no, I'm creating this for me, I'm my own client. So if you were giving yourself, like you're your own best friend, give yourself that advice. And then how are you gonna follow that advice? Right,
1: so using the moving metaphor, let's continue that since it's very much in my head. In this case, you are both the client and the contractor. So you go, um, I'm thinking about this for my kitchen. And now you turn around and go, okay, well, I'm going to have to build that kitchen for me. Yes. And that actually is what I'm doing in my apartment. And then what I would
0: do is hire someone so fast. Mm-hmm. And then I would leave my house until the kitchen was built and then come back and go, mm-hmm. that looks awesome. Um, well, look, Um Here's what I'm going to do. I know we're both watching The um, Handmaid's Tale. I'm, I'm only two episodes in, so okay. no spoilers. But okay. my favorite scene now, my favorite phrase from the first episode comes, right when June tells her young mistress to go stab the sh- the shit out of a man. So look, in the words of June... Now, whenever I see you, Rach, cut something out of your life with that metaphorical knife that was previously causing you some sort of strain and pain. And I watch you do it.
1: I'm just going to whisper like June did. Make me proud. (laughs) All right. And and I, who I'm a little ahead of you in, in the show, but this will not spoil things. There's a moment when June's, uh, friend, it turns to her in a panic after they are, you know, alone and totally panicked. And her friend says, uh, "Are we going to get? Are, uh, is Mayday coming? Is Mayday coming? Mayday is the name of the resistance, like army, to save us, right? Are they, they going to come to save? Us? Are they going to come save us? Are they coming? Are they coming? When are they coming? And June looks at her with this sort of disdainful." just I can't believe that she doesn't understand it and she says we are mayday <laughs> right no one can are... save us but us we are the
0: resistance what the fuck are you waiting for yeah right you are mayday listeners
1: yeah we are mayday so bespoke your life do your research <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god and when we come back we are going to check this out People really, Rachel, we always have to repeat, we are not paid, we should be paid. (laughs) So many people buy these things, but literally we get asked all the time, give us more, give us more. No, you have to listen to our show and each time we will give
1: you something to check out. Another unendorsed recommendation. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Suzanne, let's, let's check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's check it
0: out. We should check it out. Okay, here's my check this out. I am sorry to do this, but it has been a long time coming. And I had to really ask myself what I was going to say about this. But I have been drinking mud water,
1: M U D W T. You know, it was just a matter of time. It was a <laughs> it was matter of time water. until you were just sucking the mud out of puddles in your driveway. I, I mean, where else was there for you to go? <laughs> I know. So
0: M-U-D-W-T-R. And this is the first time I've ever done this on our podcast, but I'm actually going to tell you, run, run, do not walk from it because it is everywhere. People are trying to tell you to do it. And, and this is actually, what is I mean, it? It's, so, oh, sorry. So it's a, a coffee replacement and oh, it's no, no, full no. of nootropics and shit like that. And it is Everywhere it's like everyone in Silicon Valley is drinking it. It comes in this beautiful cylinder, black with beautiful this very high tech whisk, and it's full of like cinnamony things. Okay, I a hundred percent bought in. I am two months into my subscription, so I've been doing this
1: thing every day for two months. And and what can you tell me other than the word nootropics, which doesn't fucking exist, about mud? W-T-F. What? What? Um, it doesn't work. It tastes disgusting.
0: And I need my coffee back.
1: Oh, so, seriously?
0: Yeah. So this is, oh. I said, this is the first time I've ever done this on this show. Oh. It is a check this out so that you don't fall prey.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Un- uncheck this out. Uncheck, un-check this out. This out. Mm-hmm. You're oh, welcome. wow. That was a surprise. I didn't, I thought you mm-hmm. were, okay. Nope. You're welcome. All right, so I am now two months into using a product that I can say, because I don't suck mud. I actually look for pleasurable things to recommend to people. So Tracy Ellis Ross, right, Diana Ross's daughter, who's wonderful. Wait, what? I didn't know that. Oh, come on, stop it. She looks exactly like her. I
0: know, I just never put the two together.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Tracy Ellis Ross has a new line. Now, this is really for the Curly Girl listeners, and I know who you are, right? I know exactly who you are. And you've approached me. So here it is. She has a line of Curly Girl products called Pattern, and the name of the company is Pattern Beauty. So if you just Google Tracy Ellis Ross, Tracy with two E's, Ellis Ross Pattern beauty products. There's a whole line of beauty of a uh, curly girl products. And the leave-in conditioner is fucking magic. It's so great. And now, you know, I switch products every why can't day, I use it? year or so. Why can't, why do you have it, to only use it if you're curly? It's really for women of color and curly girls. So it wouldn't, I don't know. I, maybe you can, maybe you can. It doesn't say, does it? Maybe anyway, all the models are women of color or with have very curly hair, but uh, it works, and you know, any girl with curls is on a constant, constant search. This is the Holy Grail. So I'm not saying this product is gonna end your search because every year you'll have a new thing, except for my daughter Lily, which is at, who has had the same fucking product in her bathroom, I can't remember the name of it, but for at least five years, that I think I turned her on to, but I'm way past it now, to AG Recoil. Right, AG Recoil. That's the name of her product. Lily's hair is pretty. Yeah, Tracy Ross pattern go. Oh, go. Okay. Run from mud water straight to Tracy Ross. Don't drink it, put it on your hair. Okay, well, this has been another exciting episode. Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. We are Mayday. Make me proud. (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening to The Big Payoff. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to The Big Payoff wherever you listen to podcasts. And please send us your questions. Send us your comments, compliments, adoration. We love to hear from you. So you can reach us at info at BigPayoffRadio.com. We are produced by Lily Bellow and were mixed, edited, and scored by Ryan Derringer at Welterweight Sound. See you next time.